Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! So, Bill hates uh, Foo Fighters. I don't hate Foo Fighters. No, we're gonna have to dis- I want to discuss this. this I don't is hate something- Foo Fighters. This is something that I want to. I want to bring up. I want to discuss. Well, I well, have Mike here. Stop giving a Facebook headline to gain some, you know, some some. Oh, you think I'm just trying to get clicks here? With yeah, your, right. I hate Foo Fighters. I don't hate Foo Fighters. All right. Well, what what do you feel about Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters are the most overrated band in the past twenty years. Their music, although poppy and catchy, is mediocre at best, and their career in the industry directly stems. From the death of Kurt Cobain. Change my mind. There's not a false statement. So he's open to. I, I actually, I think you have the your Kurt Cobain thing is completely wrong. That's, oh, you're saying that Foo Fighters the, would exist if Kurt Cobain didn't swallow a bullet. That is. You're the, saying they would exist. Yeah, that is the. <laughs> you're out of your mind. Hold on a second, Mike. The most Mike, wrong thing Mike, of that. Statement. I don't think he ever starts the band if Kurt Cobain is dead. No, right. So that, that he'd just be in Nirvana now. He would just be the drummer for Nirvana. We would just be having this conversation about Nirvana at this I point. I don't. I don't think Nirvana. Nirvana would have survived three more years if Kurt Cobain stayed alive, personally. Oh, that's what he's throwing back at you there. I, I don't like think that. they would have survived. Are you saying Foo Fighters is a better band than Nirvana? No, I'm saying... I like Foo Fighters I'm saying Kurt Cobain would have but quit better music. better band. I would have said, I'm saying Kurt Cobain would have quit music He at did some quit point. music via a shotgun. <laughs> and he would have quit it without a shotgun Look if he didn't quit it with a shotgun. Bill's so angry. I'm saying. He's going to reach down Dave at the end Grohl of the bar and career. strangle Mike. He was a drummer for Nirvana. Great band, great drummer, great musician. Foo Fighters doesn't exist without him. The first that band he was a drummer. Though. We're talking about the band Foo Fighters and the mediocre music that they Why they do you produce. think it's mediocre? They have all these big because hits. Yeah, big hits because they throw them in your face. You know how record companies work? You know how radio works? I know that if you, a band play sucks, a song they don't a end up on the radio. songs a day, people like it. I know that it a doesn't ba- matter. I if can... a band is terrible, they don't last. You might get a couple of, sh- of, of crappy songs out. But if you don't have enough good ones, eventually you go away, no matter how much a label pushes you. Because there are all kinds of bands that they would push, and eventually they would they would just go away because people didn't want them anymore. Yeah, people like these guys. I mean, they've been around. Think of the I'm staying not power. People like them. I'm just saying that they they're overrated. Like, don't you need to have how many years do you have to be like an active 25. band? Twenty five years to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? A lot of the bands when they enter the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are barely doing anything, or they're nowhere near the top of their game anymore. Which These is a, guys are still way, selling out massive stadiums. Made-up concept, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, whatever. Who gives a crap I'm, I'm with that Bill one? on that one. I'm with so. you on that one as well. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is, yeah. is a joke, and there's bands that should be in there that are not. There are bands oh, that are in there matter. that shouldn't be. It doesn't I, matter if it's, they're in it's or not. A it's, a, it's, a, it's a concept that's, that somebody made up. You know, yeah. right? Awards. What is right. an award? But the whatever. point We're is, look at the staying power. music. Look at the staying power and what they bring, and they still are doing it at a high level. They they have not had a drop-off. They did not have like a, a five-seven-year run. But you know? I believe that they don't deserve it. Well, that's crazy. What do you, So we're all just brainwashed idiots? That just, yes. 
Okay, well, yeah, wow. this, this is, that's a way to win an argument. Tell everybody else they're stupid, and you're the only one that knows the truth. It is now time for your Southside Pod word on the street. Let's see what's going on around the Southside. In Oak Lawn, their Elks Lodge, number 2254, received a donation of 200 cases of Girl Scout cookies. They turned around and gave them the first responders an active military. The Elks Club also just gave out 130 backpacks to 130 students in need. Every backpack packed with school supplies. Hopefully they got some cookies too. Meanwhile, nearby Mother Macaulay High School was served with a lawsuit this week. A student that attended the school from 2012 through 2016 and was a member of the water polo team claims in the suit that she was sexually abused by a coach. The coach continued to teach at the school until 2019 when the school parted ways with the coach. In other news, the Red Cross is holding a blood drive this Friday, 827, from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Blue Island Park District, 12804 Highland Avenue. If you have type O, there is a high demand for it. Also on Friday, August 27th, 7.05 p.m. first pitch, Windy City Thunderbolts out at Ozinga Field in Crestwood, Nancy Faust, the famous organist for the Chicago White Sox, will be behind home plate playing the organ throughout the entire game. Plus, kids get to run the bases, and there is a fireworks show after that game. If you want tickets, 708-489-2255. And finally, The Patch is running a documentary on the Tinley Park lights phenomenon of 2004. 17 years ago, three lights in a triangle shape appeared over Tinley Park. It was seen in Tinley Park, Orland Park, Frankfurt, Oak Forest, Mokina, and as far as Evergreen Park. The lights have never been explained. In fact, Tinley Park alone has been home to at least 168 sightings of unknown lights since 2001. If you want to see this documentary on the Tinley Park lights, go to patch.com, look up Tinley Park. It's right there for you to view. That's your word on the street. This is Southside Pod. We take a trip very shortly to Davern's Tavern, a Southside spot that has quickly become the premier place for you to play bags or cornhole professionally or as an amateur and get a beer. Great spot. We're going to talk to them coming up right here on Southside Pod. I am a one-way motorway. I'm the one that drives away then follows you back home. I am a streetlight shining. I'm a wildlife blind and bright burning off alone uh-huh. It's times like these you learn to live again It's times like these you give and give again It's times like these you learn to love again it's times like these and time and time again I am a new day rising 
like the Pretty good song. I'm not gonna lie. Pretty good song. <laughs> I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Southside Pod heads to justice this week, which is something I we have not done yet. And we are at a place that I have several people that have recommended, that have talked about on social media, and I've said we got to get over here to Davern's Tavern. And I have Joe Senior and Joe Junior, the the Davern boys that are hanging out with me, and they, and they have you have so many different things here, guys. You you have you have a bar up front. You have what looks like a secondary area in the back for parties. You got a great outdoor area. We're gonna get into the fact that you're doing these professional bags tournaments, and you have this incredible setup out there. And then you even have a basement for us to hang out in, which I which I really appreciate. How how long you been here, Joe? So March will be ten years, but just so you know, we call this the DNA Lounge. Just so you know. I'm afraid to ask why. Well, it's something to do with that couch there. It used to belong to my son up in the apartment. So there's a there's a little bit of DNA on there. I mean, um, if you like to sit on there, you're on your own. I mean, we don't, we don't tell anyone to sit on the couch, but that's why it's called the DNA Lounge. Give me the rundown if you need to describe this place, Joe, because you and your father, you and your father both own this place. If you had to describe this place, what do you call it? You call it a local tavern? You call it a sports bar? You call it a, what do you call it? I was say, the way you just described that opening was perfect. You could have ended, you could have ended the podcast right there. It's a little bit of everything, right? We got a nice long front bar. You could sit and chill on a beer and a shot. You can book a party in the back room. We got DJs. We got live music back there. And then a massive outdoor beer garden. I'm just basically repeating what you said. Uh, but we, we've had anything from weddings out there, our favorite divorce parties. We could do a lot with bags, horseshoes, and we do music out there, which we just had a, a big show yesterday. So, you know, if you can do everything, we got the space. That's what we're, we're trying to do. And uh, it's always been our goal to bring in everybody, all age groups, male, female, doesn't matter, uh, young, old. We try to tailor it to everybody. Now I'm here on a Monday night. I remember when I was talking to your dad setting this up. There's certain there's certain things that happen every week on certain nights. Monday night, it looks like you got pro bags happening. That's right. Like you have you have a setup out there. Is that all permanent? There's like concrete around the bag setups. Like it's a patio out there. Well, Tell me what's going on now. You got people coming in from out of state just to play in a tournament here at Daverns. So we spent a lot of money on these these bricks. These you know to have like professional cornhole, if you will. We call it bags uh, in, in the Midwest. Um, but we spent a lot of money to 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 put these spaces out there. 
And we were just talking about this. We went to college. Bags used to be a game you sit and drink a beer and throw bags. Maybe you'd make one. Maybe you'd make two. If you made four, I was just, this is what was just in my head the other day. If you made four, you would sign the boards. Now guys make four almost every, every throw. So these guys are playing on CB, CBS and ESPN, and you're going to see some of these guys out here tonight. The guys that run on Mondays, which i got to give a shout-out because if I don't, they'll kill me. Rob Bev and Brian Nolan, they run Man Cave Mondays. It is the best bags tournament maybe in the country certainly in the midwest and they do it on a monday outside rain shine doesn't matter <laughs> we got the ponchos for the rain but one of the guys that just won on cbs yesterday was jay just won the championship singles he'll be here tonight we actually got him a cake and everything david morse a good friend of mine just got second place in the doubles so listen bags again we started a league here eight nine years ago again it was people that maybe make a bag or two each time every year it's got more competitive and luckily we dedicated time and money to it because it's just blowing up the bag boards were just little small boards the bags yeah. the beans were coming out of the bags nobody cared yeah. we would tape it up or whatever to keep throwing it. oh it's no big deal keep throwing it now it's just it's just become a money thing you have to have the right boards you have to yeah. spend all this money in the bags and everything which we have done i mean it, it sounds to me like this is the premier south side spot for cornhole or bags whatever you call it so let's say there's somebody that has not discovered daverns before and they they fancy themselves a bags player what night should they show up here to show off what they're doing is it monday is it do they have to sign up for a tournament do they come walking in like a gunslinger in the old west throw their bags down <laughs> on the bar and challenge the guy next to him like how does this work any day of the week they can come up but uh, mondays is great you walk up by 7 30 you will play Play. And here's the great thing about Mondays. There's a there's a two divisions technically. So this is what we've had to do over the last couple months. There's a major league, which is full of a ton of pros. Matter of fact, like I said, some of the best players in the country. And then if you're a backyard bag player, like we all are, and you like to hold a beer and throw bags, there's a minor league tournament for you. So you can win, and it's a little bit less money, right? So you can walk up, you think you're very good, join the major league tournament, you just come in to drink, have some fun, and throw some bags. You, you can play in the minor league tournament. And then if you start in the minors, you win three game, you know win three weeks or win the tournament at least three times, then you can move up. So there is a system in place, and that's been awesome because um, they just started doing that a couple months ago, and uh, we were finding out a lot of people were staying away because the, the competition was too good. So now we can have anybody. That's on Mondays. The rest of the days of the week, we got bags boards out there. You can always come out and throw. And then Thursdays, we have a very competitive league where if you'd be interested in that, you got to come in you know, February or March to sign up for that for next year. And my guy, Rob Bev, actually just, talk, just walked down the uh, stairs from Man Cave. Okay, Robert Beverly walks in here in the middle of this thing, and it's like a superstar bags player just walked in here on the south side straight in from Las Vegas. So what are you the director of? Great Lakes Cornhole. So all the cornhole that happens in the Great Lakes, Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, Indiana, all goes through us. Okay, so you're the expert. This is the place to be on the south side to play these? This is hands down the best place in the world to throw bags. We have all the professionals. We have a main big pro coming today just because it's man cave. It's a big deal, yes. So Joe Sr., uh, first of all, you're on 79th Street here in Justice. What's the exact address for people? 8527 West 79th Street, Justice, Illinois. You were talking about food. I know you got I know you got Fat Johnny's out here on Monday nights, okay, with the dogs. Anybody on the south side knows who they are. But like you also have a kitchen, correct? Yeah. Tell tell me what's featured there. What if somebody comes walking in on any given night, is there an item on the menu that you're like, have that? I found a way to do what I could do at the time, and that was 
I didn't have a grill or have a hood or all the stuff that was required to have a huge kitchen. But I always wanted something different. So we actually make fresh sandwiches. We actually cut the meat here, fresh bread, fresh le lettuce, tomato, onions, and everything on a sandwich. We also do hamburgers. But all of our stuff, there's no greasy food here. There's no fryer here. There's no french fries here. I mean, everything we do is fresh. We don't want to be a big kitchen. I mean, if you look, people will tell you on Yelp or whatever how good our food is. We kind of want to keep that quiet, you know, because we're not looking to sell a lot of food. We don't make money on food, and we're not that big. So that's why we bring in, we'll bring in Fat Johnny's today. On Thursdays, we have uh, a taco truck uh, from uh, 16th Street or 18th Street, or yeah, we gotta give a shout out on Thursdays. Eddie. is Chi Town Taco, our guy Eddie, he make the best tacos on the South Side. He owns a, a restaurant in Pilsen as well. So yeah, the thing with the food, the food is fantastic. We can't handle a big crowd to come in and, and eat. So it's in the way of the bags. The hands are sticky. The bags don't fly the way they should. There you go. But that, well, the guys out there like to eat and drink, and you'll see. <laughs> I call them athletes, but that's a stretch. All right. <laughs> so we want to sell food. We'd love to be a dinner spot, and you can come here with a group and, and eat. Uh, it's not a focus. The club sandwich <laughs> with chips, pickle, Devin mayo, Decker. We got Devin, Devin Decker. Decker. It is yeah, unbelievable. Chris, and the problem is, we do a lot of things right here. And we, you know, even when there's chaos, people won't know it. But one thing we don't do right is we don't know where our profits are because we're giving stuff away here. You get like eight pounds of meat for like eight dollars on the sandwich. It's a, it's actually a hell of a deal. Davern's Tavern, okay, it's here in Justice. It is the premier place in in the world. Is that what you said? It was in the in the in world. The world. In the world to play bags. They got professionals that come in here, champions that win on ESPN and CBS. Uh, they have an incredible club sandwich. They've got a great bar. If you haven't been here, make sure you get here. The only thing I would tell you is avoid the couch in the basement. If you ever want to have a party here, we're very big on parties. We use a back room and a back bar for parties. It's basically free. I mean, people are amazed how free it is, but I will have a party any weekend at all that you want to have, whether it's a wedding, divorce, which we had in the same day, one of my favorites. That's, we had a wedding party followed by a divorce party one day. I have it all over Facebook. We, we will do anything for charity. We've raised so much money. I mean, everyone here will tell you how much money this place has raised for charity. It's just unbelievable. We're pretty close to almost, and this is, this is not even an exaggeration, but we're actually pretty close to about $750,000 since I've been open in charity events that we've had. So we'll help any cause, any reason. We're very big on charity, even our own. Uh, and it's really a special place. I mean, family owned. We have no bouncers here. There's never a cover charge. We have bands and music and all that stuff. We're different. And it's about time somebody freaking figured that out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It's the South Side Pod. It's the South Side Pod. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the South Side Pod. It's the South Side Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the South Side Pod. It's the South Side Pod. All right, back to this Foo Fighters thing one more time. When you sit around and you talk about bands that like of the modern era that are United States bands that have done what they've done, there are not very many of them that have done what they've done. What have they done? That are U.S. bands, just in terms what of their their reach and their number one hits and their their the records that they put out they and all this other stuff. They are they are a very accomplished band, and you just like. You just don't think they're very good? What, what is it? You just don't like their music? No, I'm not like a fan the, of the music, you don't which like is what okay. They look like? What well, is it? Why, why don't you like, let me, why are you shaming me because of my taste? Because your tastes are wrong. <laughs> Stop shaming. <laughs> it's 2021. I'm not saying you're wrong.
Yeah, I think, you are. I think if you would have just said I don't like the Foo Fighters, we probably wouldn't even be having this. I think that's the thing. If you just said I don't like the Foo Fighters, that's exactly how we started this. You poo pooed the Foo. No, Fighters you said it. You said they were overrated. You said they were overrated. Yeah, I believe they're overrated. Wow, I don't care what you believe. I believe you're overrated. Yeah, I, I know you don't care what I believe. <laughs> I believe you're overweight. I've known that for like 15 years. <laughs> we know that. That's why I'm eating nothing but bacon <laughs> and bourbon. <laughs> but then you poo-poo Dr. Atkins and said he had a heart attack when he really just fell on his head. Did you see they had to cancel their vaccinated concerts because yeah. somebody got somebody got COVID? Good, good. One of their vaccinated members got COVID? You know, but this whole thing is stupid with the vaccinated stuff. When you when you have the vaccine and you get the, the COVID, you have a cold. Like, it's basically like, it's it's crazy. Like, I mean, like, it's not like you're walking around with actual full-blown COVID. It'd be like if there was, like, an AIDS vaccine, right? And you gave this vaccine out, and it protected people from HIV and AIDS. But if they caught it, there was, like, a couple of day, a couple of weeks where they might not be like feeling mini well. AIDS. Right, it'd be mini-AIDS. <laughs> but it wouldn't be, like, deadly AIDS, right? It'd right. just be like, ah, little, you know what? He's looking a little green. Right. He lost 20 pounds. Yeah. But you would recover from it because the vaccine stopped you from getting full-blown AIDS. Right. So, like, it's different for a vaccinated person that gets sick than it is for an unvaccinated person who, you know, believes that the whole thing is made up and they have to drink themselves like, a, you know, just some, you know, just grab some household cleaning products and chug them and that will kill the virus. Those people are in trouble when they get sick. The vaccinated people, like, right now, I don't walk around in fear of anything. Like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I'm going to be upset. In the, welcome. In the welcome, base- by the way, to in, freedom. Yeah, in the baseball postseason... If all of a sudden, like, my baseball team is affected by, well, so-and-so has the sniffles and he tested positive for COVID, but everybody on the field is vaccinated, but he can't play, I'm going to find that annoying, aggravating, and wrong at that point. Like, I'm be like, come on, it's ridiculous. He's standing outdoors on first base, and everybody's protected who's playing with him. What, what are we talking about here? So I just feel like we got to we have to adjust a little bit how we look at this, you know? And I can illustrate this perfectly because the reason we didn't have an episode last week is because we had to lock down because the kids all got COVID. All of them. Six-year-old got COVID. 15-year-old got COVID. 13-year-old got COVID. My wife and I vaccinated. We listened to three doctors, a testing nurse, the CDC guidance, and the Cook County Department of Public Health who called us twice and told us that if Eric and I were vaccinated and tested negative five days after exposure, we'd be safe and we could resume normal activities and not see any breakthrough cases. And you know what? That wasn't even true. Eight days after the COVID infection got into the house, she tested positive. She started to feel sick. She was told she could go out. She was out for like three days, like around people, because she was cleared by all those people I mentioned. And then in the end, she still ended up with it. Like, this is never going away. The only thing we have is the ability to dampen it to where it's less deadly, to where less people go into the hospital. You're going to be catching this, like, twice a year, like the flu or some, like, seasonal thing for, like, years and years and years. It's never going away. The good news is it's not what it was last year. And and you want to hear something really stupid, and then I'm I'm just going to move on with the show. One more really dumb thing here. I lived in a house... Filled with it for eight days. Three kids sick with it. My six-year-old crawled into my bed three days into it, put his mouth into my face and breathed on me all night long. Eight days into it, still testing negative and no symptoms, right? And then my wife, she ends up with a breakthrough infection. I call up and I get told, no, you got to go right back to the beginning. You got to quarantine for like five days and then you get tested again. 
Basically, I got told your vaccine worked against this COVID, but we don't know if it worked against that COVID. And both COVIDs are the same COVID and both are still in your home, but we really don't know anything else because we're just basically guessing at this point. I get the freaking out a year ago. At some point, everybody's deciding how they're going to handle this thing. And the people that went out and got the shots, it's not the same thing. Kids are good. Wife's basically back to 100%. And likely I'll just test positive tomorrow. By the way, I want to try that beer you're drinking, Mike. Pass it over. I'm going to take a sip off your glass. Imagine one day out of nowhere, you need your car towed. Who are you going to call? You have no idea. Right, because none of us think about that until it actually happens. So I'm going to give you a name, Dreamers Towing and Recovery. Located in Evergreen Park, Illinois, they will tow your vehicle locally or at a long distance at a very affordable price. What happens when your car needs a jump start? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. What happens when you're locked out of your car? Dreamers Towing and Recovery. You got a junk car, you don't know how to get rid of it, and you just want to move along and get some cash? They buy your junk cars. Covering the EP and the surrounding south side of Chicago, Dreamers is there when you need them with 24-hour service. Call them, 773-410-4549. 773-410-4549. Turn a sudden nightmare into a dream with Dreamers Towing and Recovery. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. This weekend, the Thirsty Beaver in Crestwood has Stevie Starlight from 9 p.m. until midnight on Friday, Blind Reality 1992, same time on Saturday, and a 3 to 6 p.m. show by Physical Graffiti. That's Sunday. Meanwhile, one of the craziest bands I've ever drank with backstage, Korn, is in town. That was a long time ago, many, many states away from Illinois. They're older, I'm sure they're much more tame. Korn and Stained this Friday at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Tickets as low as $29.50. From what I can tell, if you're trying to get into this show, you should still be able to find yourself some tickets. And it isn't a live performance per se, but one thing we forgot to mention earlier on in the show, this Saturday from noon until 6, it's Blue Island Dog Days, 119th and Western Avenue to Old Western Avenue. Big sidewalk sale, food and drink specials, and summer activities for all. Some places we have been to so far here on Southside Pod, like the Rock Island Public House and Blue Island Beer Company, are participating in that event. You might see me walking around out there on Saturday. Maybe I'll ride my bike there. Hey, trying to get exercise. I went bike riding today. My back is killing me. You see, when's the last time you rode a bike? I don't know, 10 years ago? 10 years ago. Like, my mother bought me a bike. Here's a funny thing my mother bought me a bike for my birthday. And I put it in the garage and I went out today to go bike riding mm-hmm. and the receipt, just in case I didn't like that bike, is still attached to the bike. Wow. And she gave it to me three years ago. That's no. Oh, it wasn't your birthday this year. No, no. We're talking your birthday three years ago. In 2018. I don't think they'll take it back now. <laughs> I mean, like. I have a feeling you're stuck with no, the bike. No, I remember I was sitting there. I was like, okay, I'm going to go on this diet. I'm going to start exercising. I'm like, I'm going to start riding my bike. 
And I went out there and I grabbed it and I was like, oh, the receipt's still on the yep. thing. And I realized that I had been sitting there with me saying, one of these days I'm going to ride that bike for three years. It only took like uh, 1,183 days. Yeah. So Then I rode it. Yeah. Did I you pump it. up the tires first? Because I'm I sure did. they were flat. I did. I, I brought them right over and bike I pumped them up. goes much faster when they're pumped. Got them up to the right thing. Nice. And then I biked around. And it was funny going by my neighbors who know me. Because they're saying, what the hell is they Chris doing on the bike? They all looked at me funny. They all looked at me funny. I mean, like every single one of them, I was on the bike. They're like, man, I never, I never thought I would see Chris Lanuti on a bike. Did your mom buy you some biking clothes too? No, no. I just no went on my shorts singlets. and a t-shirt. No, I don't put on a helmet. I'm no. a kid of the eighties. I don't do any of that stuff. There's no padding. I just jumped on the bike and rode You don't bike rode on it. 99th street without a helmet, do you? Yeah, I do. Bunch of crazies there. Yeah, I bike everywhere. I mean, your wife could be driving on that she street. She could be. And she could hit you. She could be. And as she I wouldn't was, even notice. As I was riding along on my bike. With cars whizzing by me on some of the busier streets, I kept thinking to myself, like, this is how I'll go, but it'll be a really funny joke that Chris never exercised. Yeah. And when he started to exercise to make himself healthier, he died on his bicycle. He died on his bicycle. Like, that would be, I, yeah. To me, I was like, it's almost worth it if I get hit by a car right here. Like, this is a solid ending to my story, you know, that I finally decide I'm going to exercise and I get wiped out by some crazy teenager that's driving like a Jetta. Like, you know, I mean, like that, that, that's exactly what I kind of figured was going to happen. But I made it. Went all the way around. How, how far How far do you think you went? Oh, I probably went four miles, four miles? today. You're going to be sore tomorrow. You got to stretch those, those Well, that's why calves. I'm only going to do it once a week. I yeah. figure if I do it once a week, that's enough yeah. exercise. Well, I, I think you should start with once a week and then maybe try to get to like twice a week. And really? Then maybe three all times right. a week. All right. Maybe next month I'll get to yeah. twice a week. Thank you for listening to see what's happening. On the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod, join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go, it's the best side. Of Chicago, the South Side Pond. You remember how to ride the bike, too, right? You, yeah, you riding a, a bike is just like you, riding a bike, Mike. You, you took the training wheels off, right? Riding a bike is just like riding a bike, Mike. That's what the riding phrase a bike comes from. Is like you just riding get a bike. on the bike and you're able to do it. Okay. Nobody forgets how to ride a bike. Like, if you forget who you are, can you still ride a bike? Yeah, I think there's plenty of people with amnesia riding bikes around. <laughs>